Hello and welcome back to the third episode of the Two Way Podcast. Today I'm, I'm bringing on a very special guest, Eduardo Mole, and we will be looking at uh, the top 10 point guards in the NBA. Eduardo, hey. who do you have coming in at number 10? Number 10, I got John Morant. I think he exceeded all expectations along with the Grizzlies. I mean, now they're the eighth seed. Nobody expected them to win over 30 games. They're 32 and 33. I mean, eighth seed, he has great field goal percentage. For a rookie, he has no slumps. So, I mean, I think he's doing great. You know, 17 17 points, seven assists. And, I mean, I think they have a great foundation for the team. Yeah, that's a good point. I om- I actually had Jaws my number 11. He was one spot out for me. Um, didn't make my list, but I'm going to move on. Uh, he's, I mean, he's still a great player, so and he's got a bright future. But I'm going to move on to my number 10. I got Trey Young. I know this is a little controversial. Most most people think he's around the fifth best, but I, I think he's not there yet. Even though he was an all-star starter, um, the offense is there. He averages almost 30 points a game, but there are two major negatives to his game. There's the defense, which um, it's it's just really bad. One of the worst defensive point guards in the NBA. And then there's also the fact that his team sucks. And he, ha- I mean, Atlanta, I know they're young, but look at the Grizzlies. They're in a, in a slightly tougher conference. They're the eighth seed. Um, and... Uh, he does have less help around him, but the Grizzlies still have John Collins. They still have guys like DeAndre Hunter who they drafted. And um, I'm just, I was just not impressed with their record this season. And uh, Trey Young, he's young. Um, he hasn't had too many chances to prove himself, but um, this list is about what we've seen so far and not what we think uh, they will be. So I just have Trey Young at number 10. Um, all right, moving on to my number nine spot, I got Kemba Walker. Um, not too much to say about Kemba. What he's been able to do at his size is remarkable, and I think he should be respected for that. Earlier in the season, I would have ranked him higher. However, uh, as the season went along, um, it was Jason Tatum that became the main leader on that squad, so that lowered his ranking a bit. Um, Eduardo, who do you have? Who do you have at your number nine? I put Kemba too. You know, he was injured. And that kind of affected his game. And, I mean, you could even make a case for Jalen Brown being better than him this season. I mean, I think he's a great point guard if we look at the whole career. But if we're just looking at this, this season, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's been as good as he could be. Yeah, um, he was still good enough to make my list just because he was an all-star. And um, that Celtics team was in the three seed, and they were picking it up right as the season got canceled. But... Eduardo, let's go to you again. Tell me who you put as your eighth best point guard in the league. Uh, my number eight, I put Kyle Lowry. I think he's a great glue guy. He's a people, you know, he has the grit. Like, and he can mentor a lot of young players. And, I mean, even without the why, a lot of people were expecting them to fall. And, I mean, I went to basketball reference to count exactly how many wins they had last year with only 64 games. They had the exact same record as right now. I think that's amazing. I think... A lot of it is for Pascal Siakam. He's been doing great too, but Kyle Lowry has just been like he brings the whole team together, you know. And I think a lot of young players benefit from that because he can really help them. Yeah, I completely agree. I also had Kyle Lowry um, at my number eight spot. I put Kyle Lowry ahead of Kemba and Trey because 
I just liked what I've seen from him in general. He just came off of winning the finals, and he still plays with just as much energy as ever. Um, he's outstanding on defense and pretty solid offensively. And his team is second in the East. And he and uh, Pascal Siakam, just like you said, play major roles for the team. I only put him before Kemba because his team is, has a slightly better record. Um, but those two are pretty neck and neck for me. Um, now, Eduardo, let's go back to you. Who do you have as your number seven best point guard in the NBA? My number seven, I put Ben Simmons. I think his defense is just amazing. You know, probably going to be first team all defense. I mean, I don't see any guards over him. The size, everything he can pass really well. The thing is, obviously, the three-point shot. Brett Brown, the coach, has said he wants him to shoot. It's the willingness not to shoot that I think is a problem. But even if he keeps his numbers without a shot, I mean, he's an all-star, you know, for the rest of his career. So I think that's okay, but I mean, I can't put him over the other people in this list yet. Yeah, um, I actually have Ben Simmons a little higher, but for my number seven, I have Kyrie Irving. Um, for me, uh, his whole stunt in Boston definitely took him out of the top spot, uh, out of a top spot for me. But he's still a great point guard, um, very crafty, and create can create his own shot. He was pretty good when he played for Brooklyn this year, but his injuries kept him off the court for a while, and that's gonna lower him a little bit for me. And Brooklyn didn't take any strides with Kyrie. They basically had a they had a similar team, basically replaced D'Angelo Russell with Kyrie. They actually had a worse record um, by a couple of games. And that's why Kyrie Irving only lands at number seven for me. Um, okay, moving on to number six, I got Chris Paul. Um, if you would have asked me a year ago that Chris Paul was going to be a top six point guard in the NBA, I would have told you, heck no, but this guy, he's a beast. Being the leader of a surprising Thunder team, um, sitting at the five seed in the West, I think this. I like his game. Great defender, outstanding playmaker, but best of all, his leadership is what puts him in the top six for me. Eduardo, who do you have next? I mean, I didn't put Kyrie on the list because I thought we were just going based on this season. But if I were to put him on the list, he'd be around there, you know, six. But I mean, it, with my list, my number six is also Chris Paul. I mean. The Thunder exceeded all expectations. I mean, playoff team. I think they're close to having um, home court advantage. They are already don't have it right now. But, I mean, he's just been amazing. All the young players, he can mentor them. He's been clutch. And, I mean, close to 50% of field goal percentage, which is amazing, you know. I just think he's been very good this season. And I didn't believe either that he was going to be this good like last year. Yeah, um, I think he just represents all about what that Thunder team's about, um, just overcoming the odds. Um, you know, I just think he had such a great revival for his career after a bunch of disappointing seasons in Houston, and um, he de definitely deserves that number six spot. But going in to number five, I got Ben Simmons. You talked about him earlier. Probably the best defensive point guard in the NBA. The one problem is his shot is awful, but... Still, the impact he makes on that Sixers team, locking down defensively, is one that I think every other team in the league would like to have from a point guard. So for that, I have him at number five. Um, also, he isn't a complete liability on offense. He can create shots around the rim because of his size, and he can pass really, really well. Um, he's an underrated passer, and the only thing he's missing is a jumper, and if he can develop one, then he might be a top two or three point guard in the future. 
Um, yep. Eduardo, who, who do you have at number five? My number five, I put Trey Young. I mean, you put him at 10. I just think this season he's been amazing. I mean, he has close to 30 points, 10 assists with that team, you know. The team isn't great. And yes, they're losing a lot. But, I mean, I just think he had a huge jump from last year. He's so entertaining to watch. And, I mean, he's getting double teamed, trapped, everything on defense, getting the best there every night, but he's still doing everything that he's doing right now. I just think that's amazing. The thing is, his defense, he is horrible. The size, I mean, yeah, what you said was really true. And I, I kind of agree why you put him a little lower. But, I mean, for me, what he's been doing just puts him higher for me. Yeah, I, d- I definitely see the potential with him. Um I think he's going to be at least number five um, soon enough. He's going to grow as a player, as a person, as a winner. Um, They're going to start winning more games once they put more guys around him. And he's going to get higher just for me at this point. If we were going to rank him right now, I have him at number 10. Moving on to my number four, I got Russell Westbrook. Early in the season, Westbrook was not looking that good. He didn't fit with Harden, and he couldn't shoot, but... Uh, once the All-Star break hit, he started to click. He realized what was best for him to, was to attack the rim and not shoot threes, and it has worked out for him. He averaged 34 points per game in the month of February um, and was looking to get back to the MVP Westbrook come playoff time. Eduardo, uh, tell me who you have as your number four point guard. I have Russ, too. I mean, he struggled a lot in the beginning, but he really changed his game when you think about it, you know. He stopped taking so many threes. He's making his mid-ranges now. And when he got rid of Capella, that just opened so much space for him to just drive the basket because when he does that, nobody can stop him, you know. And stuff like, sometimes he can be the best player on the team. Like him and Harden are taking turns. Sometimes they're the, he's the best, sometimes Harden's the best. But I just think he's been amazing this season. And, I mean, what I think is great is that he really changed his game to fit with the team. Yeah, um, actually, I actually think he's a good fit with that Rockets team because we saw it um, when they played the Warriors in 2018. They were they just went all in on the threes, missed 27 in a row, and I just like Westbrook for them because if the threes aren't hitting, like they have somebody that just can switch it up. They have somebody different, um, and I just think it's a good fit for them. Moving on to number three, I have Damian Lillard. Um, Lillard, he's absolutely carrying the Blazers, and he needs some help. CJ McCollum looks absent at times, and Yusuf Nurkic is still injured. So Dame is handling that whole team, and that's why they aren't in the playoff picture. Um, He's averaging a career-high 29 points per game, and if he could ever get an all-star around him, he's going to be a contender in the playoffs for years to come. Eduardo, um, uh, who do you have at number three? I have Dame, too. I mean, he's been having a uh, MVP caliber season. I mean, the team is not doing great, you know, but they've had a lot of injuries. He's had an injury. I mean, I just think he's been amazing for he can, for what he can do with the team. And I mean, he incorporated that like far three point shot and everything. Um, I mean, he's just been amazing this season, even better than last season where he was amazing. And I also took some of the last year's playoffs in account when making my list. And I mean, he had a great series with OKC. I had a bet going. I like I was watching the last game, you know, and I was with my brother. I was like, what the hell is he doing? You know, he's not. <laughs> and I was like, I'm a loser. And then he took it out. I went crazy. I mean. Against the Nuggets, he was all right. I think CJ McCollum was a little better than him last year in the playoffs against the Nuggets. But, I mean, this season, 
the playoff. He's just been amazing, you know. Yeah, um, you know, you love you gotta love the range. You gotta love the confidence that he has and um he deserves it. he's one of the best players in the league. And moving on to number two, uh we got one one of my favorite players in the NBA, Luka Doncic, and he's he's taken over the game. In just his second year, he's already averaging a crazy 29-9-9. And he's proven to up his game in the clutch time. I can already recall multiple times when he either closed out games or brought the Mavericks back from a fourth-quarter deficit. Luka is on the rise, and I wouldn't be shocked if this— I I would be shocked if this guy doesn't win an MVP by the time his career is over. Yeah, that's really true. I mean, I got Steph Curry at number two because, I mean, obviously, Curry, when you look at the career— when you look at everything else, he is the best point guard, no discussion. But I was looking a lot at this season, and I mean, you know, last year's playoffs, he was great. This season, he was injured for a lot of the time, but he still put up good numbers, you know. I just think what Luka did this season and even last season has just been amazing and deserving of my number one. Because um, yeah, guy, yeah. You know. Him and Porzingis, like, you can never not be entertained when they're on the floor together. This is a historic season. He's really young. And, I mean, usually usually young players don't put up, like, 29, 9, and 8. So, I mean, I, I just think he's doing amazing. Yeah, I can definitely see your point. But I actually – I just have Steph Curry number one just because what I've seen from him, I don't think that hand injury, That's I don't think that's going to drop off his game. And if we're just taking right now, I'd if we're gonna do like a seven game series, who would I rather have as my starting point guard? I would probably rather have Steph Curry. Um, he missed basically all the games that have been played, but uh, so far. But based on the latest I've seen from him, which is basically the whole 2019 playoffs, he's still my number one point guard in the NBA. So I'm just gonna assume the hand injury isn't gonna affect him too much. In fact. I think it actually really helped him because you could tell during the 2019 finals that he was gassed. And um, as for myself and a lot of people learned in the last dance documentary, a dynasty gets harder and harder every year because your team plays the most games out of everyone and playing multiple 100-game seasons in a row is exhausting. In Curry's case, he's played five seasons in a row where the Warriors went to the finals. So um, I think this long break is going to help him regain strength and I'm Super excited to see what Steph, uh, to see Steph as the primary guy involved in the offense again, and I think we'll be back better than ever. Um, Eduardo, we already know you have number one, but just talk about Luka Doncic a little bit more. Right, Luka. I mean, he's just amazing, you know. Like he could be going around the MVP discussion. I don't think he's there yet because I mean he's young, and usually the young players don't be don't aren't aren't in the MVP discussion. But I mean. 28.7, 9.3, and 8.7. He has a big jump from last year. Um, his defense could improve. And, I mean, I get your point about Steph Curry being number one. But I was looking more just this season, basically, which is why I didn't put Kyrie on the list. But, I mean, I still think Luka's number one. He's very consistent. He can make people better. You know, he's playing with Hardaway Jr. He got better by Powell. He got injured later, but when he was playing, he got really better playing with Luca. And I mean, I just think he's been great. Yeah, um, I actually totally see the point of Luca being number one. Um, I thought he actually should have been in the running for MVP. Just, but, but, um, 
I think he kind of dropped out of that conversation once the Mavericks took a dip, once they went from like the two seed to the seven seed. But um, one thing I'd, another thing I'd like to point out about Luca is he's, I think he's actually an underrated passer, to be honest. I, I don't, I think he's the best in the league. Can't, like, I don't know if I can name anyone in today's NBA that's more of a composed and gifted passer than Luca. He does everything, whether it's fast breaks or alley oops. Um, he does it all, and he's probably my most underrated passer in today's league, along with LeBron and maybe Ben Simmons, who I touched on earlier. And to me, he's he's neck and neck with Dame, but Luca, uh, Luca's team is in the playoffs, and Dame's isn't. So that's why I had Luca as my number two, and Dame as my number three, and then um, Curry as my number one. But yeah, anything else to add, Eduardo? Yeah, I mean, I just, I just. I mean, I want to tell people that we've been for LeBron here because, I mean, he was playing point guard this season. Yeah. I, mean, I just feel like he's played. Really he's fair. basically played forward every other year in his career, so we yeah, just considered him a forward. A, yeah, he's always been a point forward. But, I mean, I think it's better to save him, save him for a small forward because then we have, like, more of a consistent list, you know? Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, that's basically going to end it. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Two-Way Podcast, and we will see you guys next time.